Blog Talk Radio. This is too much to ask for. Well, I just think it's a piece of a piece and we should have more. Don't really need a leader, just establish some norms. What's acceptable and unacceptable for yours? There's nothing wrong with rules of conduct to govern our own. Or would you rather the GOP come govern your home? There's something wrong if you feel like it's right to be malicious. Or the fact that you're robbing your own neighbors of their riches. It's some sickening that our youth has adopted the savage. It's reality, so it's unexistent or unbalanced. We need clarity because we see violence as a good habit. But it's damaging because it's us killing us and it's madness. That's inadequate, so we came up with a solution to handling it. A global initiative that will talk to improve our statuses. Social economics and education make this a better nation. Say the pledge and I pray that you'll never break it. Raise your right hand I as you say this. To love and respect myself and my fellow man. Protect our women, children, and the elderly. Not to commit any acts of violence on myself or others. To help improve my community with righteous endeavors. I'm present for peace. I'm present for peace. And yo, hear me fam, join Captain Dennis Muhammad and the Peacekeeper every Tuesday at 5.30 here on the Keys 107 Network Blog Talk Radio, baby. Yo, the present for peace. I'm present for Welcomes you back to the Peacekeeper's Roll Call. Well, it's another Tuesday afternoon here at the Peacekeeper's Global Initiative. I'm Sister Rafika. I'm live. I'm present for peace on the Peacekeeper's Roll Call. Captain Dennis is here, and he's present for peace. Captain Dennis, check in. Uh, first and foremost, giving honor and praise to God for giving me another day to correct yesterday's mistakes, and I'm most certainly is present for peace. How you doing, dear sister? I'm doing fine by God's permission, brother captain. I, I also, you know, I wanted to say before I get a little carried away, you know, with the board and and, and talking, that um, this peacekeeper's roll call came about with the intentions for all the peacekeepers to have a platform to give their reports and share with the world and the community at large what they're doing and to motivate them and to keep them going, keep them connected with you, keep them connected with each other. And we've been getting a lot of energy, a lot of people calling in from different areas, and they they want to say they're present for peace too, and I welcome them. I thank them for their time. But I just wanted to let them know that if, if any time that I'm not able to get to them, they're holding on for a little while longer than they expected to, just bear with us because we have to allow the peacekeepers to come first and give their reports. So I hope that's okay with everybody. But our board is live. It's, it's hot. People are calling in. Captain Dennis, what's going on with you? Well, I'm so happy with that. So thank you so much, uh, Sister Rafika. I know. I love to talk. Everybody know Captain D. love to run his mouth, man. <laughs> I get so moved and motivated talking to the peacekeepers. Uh, I mean, I miss them. I miss them. Every last one of them that I know, I truly, truly miss them. And this is about the best thing in being there. So let's get started, sister, and see who we got on the line. 
Okay, well, we got um, Alan Franklin from Tennessee. Alan, your mic is live. Check in. This is Alan. Hey, my brother. How you doing, brother? How you doing, brother Alan? Fine, and you? Man, I'm doing great. This your first time? Yeah, because usually I be at work. You know, my my cousin, uh, KJ, you know, I was the one driving oh. me around in Memphis. <laughs> That's my man, brother. But listen, brother Allen, we glad you checked in, man, and you present for peace. So what's going on? Give us a report of what's happening in your town, brother. Man, i just been trying to work every day I can to get what I want. <laughs> I know that's right. But as long as you're doing it the right way, ain't nobody mad at you, my brother. Keep yeah, doing your thing, you brother Allen. That's right. Then Thank again. you so much. Thank you so Every much, time, brother. And we're present for peace. Who we got next, dear sister? Well, we have a Judas Muhammad. Judas Muhammad, your mic is live. Check in and let us know you're present for peace. Thank you, sister. Assalamu alaikum. Sister Judith Muhammad calling from, thank you, Brother Dennis. This is um, Judy Cotton calling from Mohammed, calling from Atlanta, Georgia, and I am present for peace. This is my second call, and we need to get a chat to here in Atlanta. Mm. Sister Judith, we're going to be coming here to Atlanta. I mean, we've got sisters who here who may be checking in today. we got quite a few people who want to uh, get us to Atlanta. Sister Judith, be patient with us. We're coming there. We're going to wind up getting there. We just got to get with certain people to do all the necessary things. I'm excited because I know now once we get to Atlanta, Atlanta, we're going to have you on board, Sister Judith. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much, ma'am, for calling in, and I'm present for peace. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. Who we got next, dear sister? Well, we, I'm going to also make another announcement. Whenever you want to talk, whenever you're ready to give your report, you got to hit the number one on the keypad so that we know that you're ready to talk. Because my, my board is full today, but I don't have a lot of hands raised, so I'm going to take a chance with this uh, caller here. Caller 203-559, your mic is live. Check in. 203-559, are you there? Okay, let's keep it moving. We got Bob from Wilmington on the line. Bob, your mic is live. Check in. Well, hello, Brother Dennis. How are you, Captain? Bob, oh, <laughs> how you doing, Bob? Long time no talk to. How you doing, peacekeeper? Yes, sir. We're still doing that stuff every Saturday morning. I'm <laughs> uh, doing okay. I'm getting older. Why we're still doing it. Uh, we get new people every once in a while that really do like what we do. And we're developing some strategies now to try to increase our membership a little bit. Well, Bob, I'm hearing y'all doing some great, great things. I had got a great report from Brother Lamont, who's supposed to be calling in and giving uh, y'all's report. But I'm very proud of you, Bob, and all the peacekeepers in Wilmington, Delaware, and all I'm saying, buddy, just keep on keep on being present for peace, my dear brother. All right? We are, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Who we got mm -hmm. next, sister? Oh, <laughs> we got another 302-559. Check in. Your mic is live. Yes, this is Brother Lamar X from Wilmington, Delaware, present for peace. There he is, y'all. I'm present for peace. Delaware is... Is bringing it up, doing that thing today. What's going on, Brother Lamont? Give me some good news, Brother Lamont. 
Yes, sir, but Captain, we um, you know, we talked about trying to implement um, the senior citizen visit when the uh, weather is not um, uh, is not good weather. We implemented yeah. that two weeks ago, and um, we were able to visit with the seniors. Um, our, our, we were we were originally going to take some uh, some gift. We did. We took some gifts to the seniors, and then we were going to play some games with them and then raffle off the tickets, but. Really, when we got there, they just wanted to talk to us, brother. And um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. They just wanted to talk to us, and they wrote down some of the some of the problems. They wanted to tell us about some of the problems that they were the living conditions at the high rise. And so, but Cam, what we did is we wrote down. We asked them to write a list, and they wrote a list. And what we're going to do is, because the the mayor requested, we're going to put the list in the mayor's hands. Um, and he requested that we give him, you know, some feedback. So we meet with him now. We're going to meet with him once a month, Brother Captain. He requested that we meet with him once a month to give him a report Thank and you. get, you know, a heartbeat of the community on the ground as we work. Beautiful. So Beautiful. that's one of the things that we've just implemented. Of course, we're still working in the detention center with the young boys that are uh, detained there. We, we've been going every month at least twice a month. And we've been steady wow. on the street, brother. And also, one other wow. thing Captain, that we did, one other thing we did, but I have to let you know, is that there's a sister here. She's, I think she's around 85 years old. She owns one of the restaurants that's been in this city for, like, I don't know how many years, brother, but it was all the way back to the Civil Rights Movement, where when the, when the pe- folks couldn't eat anywhere else, James Brown, Ella Fitzgerald, people like that she named would stop at her restaurant. So we, re- wow. we we created a relationship with her, and we did. We go and visit. We went and visited her uh, last week. We just took some food over there, some things that she may have needed, and we sat with her. We had prayer, and we uh, read some scripture, and she was just so excited that she calls us her children now. So, oh, um, man, Aww. that's so wonderful to hear. Well, you know, listen, let me say this. I want to mention something that you mentioned to me earlier today. You told me you went into the prison and you took with who was your cousin or nephew? My nephew. And my nephew. Your nephew. Tell, tell me that story right quick, right quick. We, we, we initially, he had been incarcerated for 15 years from hustling in the street, carrying guns and everything. But when he got out, we asked him would he come and share his story with the young brothers that's incarcerated. So he did. He came with the peacekeepers and he told his story. The people that work there in the in the uh, the, the, uh, the the gun prevention program um, in the state, they saw and they saw what he said and the effect that he had, and they offered him a job. I mean, this is a felon, but a captain. He was a known <laughs> felon, brother. They offered him a job because he came with the peacekeepers. Now he works with the with the uh, the gun prevention program of the state. He's one of the main cogs in the in the in the, in the uh, system now. So he, by, just, by just him coming with us, and he was able to get a good job working in the department of, uh, you know, I mean, it's just something. I can't even really, it's really something, but Captain. I'm just so excited. People hear me laughing because they don't know what the peacekeepers is doing all around the country. And when I hear such a great story, 
that a man came with you as a peacekeeper and shared his story inside the correctional facility that was so impressive that they hired him, an ex-felon, to just go in and tell his story. Now you told me the Department of Justice is paying for him and yourself, uh, which you asked me to go to uh, April and April, tell me that what you want me to what they wanted y'all to do. Department of Justice will pay. There's a there's a, a program. There's something they're putting on on the 16th of April. They just asked yesterday. They, it's called a call to men down in Baltimore, Maryland, and at the Inner Harbor. They're having a call to men of uh, uh, discussion with men, and so they asked, "Will I come as a peacekeeper and come and be a part of it?" So. You know, I, I just said, well, why should I just come? Why you the founder, but Captain? Why wouldn't they want you to come? You know, so that's when I called you and asked you, brother Captain. And um, I asked you, and so when I called the sister back, she said, well, I don't want you to just come. Him to just come. He said, well, we'll make some slots for six peacekeepers. That can come. We would like six peacekeepers <laughs> to come. And so Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis. Uh, Troy Vincent, James Brown, the, the sports announcer, he's he's going to be there, you know, and there's going to be some other celebrities there. And um, so they just wanted us to be a part of it. So we got six slots for peacekeepers to be able to come, but Captain. See, ain't God great. See, what I said to you, I said, well, brother, we're going to see what we could do to make some room. But if the peacekeepers have to pay for their own registration, I know they'll be with me from Atlantic City. I pick some. I want to go to Baltimore with a strong contingent of peacekeepers because Ray Lewis, one of the brothers who's a peacekeeper, is out of Memphis. I don't know if he's on. He's a he's a he's a, he's a rookie for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Has been working to get the peacekeepers recognized by Ray Lewis, who's retired now, who loves the great work of peace because he's a Christian, and God knows that we can get Ray Lewis to see the valuable work that we're doing with the peacekeepers and utilize them to go and speak with all these young men who they look up to. He's a Super Bowl champ now. So God is great, brother, and I thank you so much, Brother Lamont, and all of the peacekeepers in Wilmington, Delaware. I know I'm scheduled to be speaking to you all uh, this Saturday coming. I'm excited. I can't wait to talk to my family. It was so good to talk to Bob. So, brother, I'm going to get back with you Stay on the line, just yes. listen, and thank you, brother, Lamont. Yes, sir. And, uh, thank you, we pres- and we present for peace. Sister, I tell you, see, when I mm. talk to Lamont, he got to almost be at the end. He got so much damn success that he take up half the show just telling me all the great things that he's doing. But what better way of inspiring people with such great news that the peacekeepers are doing in women's in Delaware. Okay, who we got next? Let's get, let's, I'm just fired up. Who we got next? I'm just smiling with you right now. That is good <laughs> news. We got Snipes from Memphis. Snipes, your mic is live. Check Man, it. Man, Memphis is coming too. Come on, Memphis. I am present for, for peace. How you doing, Captain Dennis and everybody else on the show? Man, I'm present for peace, Memphis. Y'all know y'all don't love me in Memphis no more. Man, I don't. I mean, God knows I have. I haven't been yes, there in a while. We love you. We love you. We just we busy. We trying to make some things happen. We got the KK K coming Saturday. We trying to, you know, just make sure that we don't have our city torn up again. That's that's pretty much what we got going on here. I know, dear brother. I know, dear brother. But thank you so much, man. It's so good to hear your voice, man. 
Any good news you want to tell us with the happening in Memphis, or just tell us some bad news that we're going to have to turn it to some good news? What's going in Memphis, well, brother? Well, yeah, like I said, the biggest thing going on in Memphis right now is uh, the KKK is actually having a rally here uh, this Saturday and marching on our uh, city court steps. But wow. uh, to, to counteract it, we're counteracting with love. It's about 30 other organizations that's doing positive things all the way around the city, I mean, everywhere other than where they're going to be. So we're saying we can focus all of this positive light and positive energy on the positive things that's going on so nobody will even pay attention to you all. Because guess what? We are friends. <laughs> Come on now. That's the wet up. Man, you know, yesterday I'll be hearing somebody, we're going to go down there and we're going to protest them and we're going to stand and rah, rah. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Man, don't give a don't give attention to that that does not exist. They don't exist. Mm-hmm. If they exist, it's because we make them exist. Man, go on and do your thing, peacekeeper. We proactive, man. We not reactive. We don't care. Oh, Let yeah. them go. Bless their little heart, whatever they do. They so out of that. I kind of feel sorry for, for those kind of people, racists, who see and they lose a grip. They lose a grip on everything. So they are oh, minority yeah. today, man. So keep oh, on, yeah. peacekeeping. In Memphis, God bless you. I can't wait to see your smile. I'm waiting on TNT to get on there. With he, I know he's got probably already <laughs> on. He's probably already on. Because he, he, he is, is already on. TNT, you're like live. Check in. <laughs> but come yeah, on yeah, in, yeah, TNT. I'm, <laughs> I'm pressing for peace. I ain't one doing. Hey, man, I'm pressing for peace. I miss you, dear brother. Man, I miss you too, Captain. <laughs> You, you know we're working to get you back down here the same day, man. You, you know that. I just, you know, we've been, I actually been doing a couple of peace rallies, you know, performing a couple of peace rallies, man, uh, the last couple of weeks, doing things for the youth and for the kids. So, you know, we're still, even if we're not all together doing something positive, individually we have peacekeepers doing something positive to kind of, you know, right hey, thing. Go ahead, brother. I, I, just, I just want to say I mean interrupt, brother, TNT is is the most vocal peacekeeper and keeps something going in Memphis. I know he keeps me on track, keep everybody down here in line. And I just want to say on the peacekeeper roll call for everybody to know, this brother is about it. He goes 100% every single day. And I just want to thank him for the work that he's doing. Man, go ahead, TNT. See, they saying you're going hard in the play, TNT. And you know we always I, I, playing your song, man. You know you open up. Your man opened up with the song, the Peacekeeper song, but I ain't going to tell you no lie. I heard I, there's another song out there, and I heard it the other day, and I'm telling you, TNT, you better step up your game because there's another <laughs> song that a brother than did. The damn song is so awesome. I'm about ready to replace yours now. Now, y'all, <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, you ain't going to be mad with me, TNT. We all can share that light. You know we all can share that light, man. You know that. <laughs> But you, but you know to throw out there first. You, you threw the gauntlet first, TNT, and we ain't mad at you. But man, I'm telling you, wait till you, wait, they, wait till you hear my man. You gonna say, oh. And what we're gonna do? We're gonna put everybody together. That's what we're gonna do. And we're just gonna make one heck of a song, man. That's all we're gonna do, man. This ain't no competition with peace. No. This is the fact that no. we all got so many versions. In other words, it's gonna be one of the songs on your track. 
It's going to be one of the tracks on your song. You know what I'm saying? So, brother, yeah. we're we going to get it. It's love. Oh, it's yeah. love. But thank, thank you both, man. I can't wait to see you both, man. God knows I can't wait to come back to Memphis. And um, and may God bless you both, man, and I'm present for peace, man. Same to you, Captain and Sister. My friend, thank you. Wow. So who we got next? We got Brother Tywa on the line. My I'm brother, pleasure. my man, I'm present for peace. Tywa, what's going on, man? Talk to I'm me, dear brother. I'm present for peace, man. Well, he's looking forward to see you, man. Every time is always a pleasure, man, when you come in town, man. It's like a special gift, Captain Dennis, coming man. in, you know? Well, we're going to hold it down, man. You know the brother, rest in peace. Uh, Alex, man, we're going to do our job, what we're supposed to do, man, you know, and I'll put this brother to rest, man, you know. Well, you know, dear brother, I, I was going to come, and God knows, man, I'm looking, you don't know, I don't know where to look there, but it's in Ohio, it's getting crazy, the snow getting ready to come again. I didn't want to get on that road, brother, <laughs> and make it down there because I wanted to do it, so unfortunately, I, I counseled out to be there at my brother's funeral, but I'm sending a letter that I would like to have read in behalf of the peacekeepers. I would email it either to you or brother or brother uh, Stephen that I would okay. like this read in my all the peacekeepers around the country and in London, England, as you lay our beautiful brother to rest. Listen, brother, brother Stephen sent me two pictures of brother Alex in his jogging suit. Um, that was orange. He was in the orange piece. I yep. looked at him. I he said, man, man, I, I like that. I, I, it kind of looked like a felon jumpsuit a little bit. But anyway, yeah. I said, wow, he had, his, he had his running number, 143. I would never forget that number. Don't y'all play that number. Don't play that number. But anyway, his number was 143. And I'm telling you, man, I looked at him, and I and you told me, you know, what happened to him, that he was running. And he had a cardiac arrest during his run. Here, what I want to do, and I want to mention this, I want to mention this on this peacekeepers line today. What I would like to do is come to Atlantic City sometime in the future, Brother Taiwan, all of Atlantic Cities, and I want to have an Alex, I'm present for peace walk in Atlantic City. And I want to give and Pleasantville and give everybody opportunity for us to walk for peace, and we're going to name it after our dear brother. Since he was going to run for 10 miles, then what we're going to do, we're going to sponsor everybody to, to walk a mile that would be in his name, Brother Alex, and the proceeds would go towards the peacekeepers and Pleasantville peacekeeper chapter that he worked so hard for. So we're going to do that sometime when the weather gets good, somewhere in the summer, we're going to have an I'm present for peace walk, and Alex, I'm present for peace walk uh, in the near future in, the, in our brother's behalf. You got that, brother? Yeah, that's strong. We got that. All right, so we we're going to do that. And, uh, and we had an I'm present for peace walk in um, uh, Queens when we did Ruffle. That's what that was. Mm -hmm. That was an I'm present for you. Y'all was down. Y didn't y'all come down from Atlanta? Yeah, 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 when, yeah. That was called an I'm present yeah, for peace walk. For peace walk. Remember, yeah. we walked from there to 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 fit. Well, we're gonna do the same. We had about a thousand people. Well, I know, brother. You know, people want to walk for their health, 
and we want them to put on the jogging shoes. We want to get some orange jogging outfits, a PC, and we're gonna walk for peace. It's gonna be yeah. a, it's gonna be called an Alex Unprincipled Walk for Peace, and that's yeah, it. We get the whole city involved, yeah. okay? Okay, by and by. We're gonna do. So I want that mentioned. If that could be mentioned, if that could be mentioned somehow to everybody mm-hmm. in in his behalf, because he was running, man. And it was for right. help, and 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 he gave his life for that. So we're gonna we're gonna continue in that vein. So I just want to say that. What else is going on, brother uh, Tawa? Oh, like I was uh, I was last meeting. I was telling the brothers that when you said you gonna we gonna we gonna do the um the, the spring new attitude uh, segment, you know. And I was you know speaking to a couple people and I put that in, and they fought because ain't nothing really they not it's, it's nothing really firm that that we can put down. And Adam Joke is at the table because they're still trying to want to do something and still don't know how to go about it and still spreading they've got their fingers wide open to bring them together. And I know we can bring that together, man. So I want definitely want, want that definitely to happen. And we got to bring it, and we got to be the first chapter to do that, Dennis. I'm willing to work on that, man. I'm willing to, uh, to pursue it, man, because we need that. Okay, Probably well, let me say this for those. For those for those who's on the phone, all of you listening, what I'm going to implement, hopefully God willing, is in every chapter I would like the chapter to uh, have what we call a spring forward um, for peace from it. Uh, now, the spring forward for unity and peace it only means that we want to bring in every city at the round table all of the organizations, not the community. This is not for the community. This is for all the stakeholders and the organizations and the so-called leaders of that community. We're bringing them to a round table. And look at this, family. Check this out. The very reason why we're bringing them to the table is not to discuss. Listen, pay very close to that. It's not to discuss the problem right. of the black community, but to bring them around the table to discuss that they are the problem of the black community, mm. and that mm. as long as black leadership, black organization is divided, we can never solve the problems of the community. So we want to bring all of the leaders in every one of y'all cities. I would come there and convene it myself. We would call them if they would come. Not all of them, whatever. We choose to come, and we would say we chose you to be a part of this summit in this roundtable to discuss it to discuss how we in this room can work together, see each other's value, that we can work together for the betterment of our community. If we can't do that, then hit the door, because you are no longer part of the solution. You are absolutely part of the problem. And no longer are we going to talk about, because dear family, the biggest hindrance, the biggest hindrance to the progress of our people in the community is always those who say they want to help the people in the community. We, we, all of our organizations are the biggest hindrance to the progress of the community because of our lack of unity working together to solve the problem. That's what we're going to do in every city. And that is so important because until we work together as organizational, operational organization, operational unity, 
we can never go to a divided community that's already divided if we're not willing to come and unite ourselves. Don't, do that make sense, brother? Okay, I just want to let everybody know that's what we're going to do. Thank you, brother, for reminding me, and keep up the great work y'all doing there in uh, uh, Atlantic City and Pleasantville, brother. All right? Present for peace. Thank you. I'm present for peace. Go ahead, Sister Rafika. I know it's yes, uh, Captain Dennis. It is definitely time for that kind of conversation. Uh, Madam Colburn, your mic is live. Check in. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Hi, Captain Dennis. This is Madeline Colbert from St. Louis, Missouri. How are you today? Fine. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy. Thank you so much, Madeline, for coming online. Um, We're very happy, Madeline, to have you uh, on the Peacekeepers as you've been listening. Uh, You were scheduled last week. I'm sorry I didn't tell you with East Coast time. They're on Central time in St. Louis. But I thank you so much. I just want to share, uh, dear family, uh, Madeline is a is a very uh, dedicated uh, evangelist. Over basically, she's she's in the ministry and she's been going in and out the prisons for almost 20 years now. And uh, she has a great uh, zeal and a desire to work with those on the inside who are not only being falsely incarcerated, but who are being abused physically by uh, uh, correction officers, police officers, and she representing uh, some families, and we're working together to help uh, bring some attention. And so, but one of the things that I want to say about Madeline is she's going to introduce herself. Tell us, Madeline, of one particular inmate that you are representing spiritually, and tell them something about the history of Madeline. Um, okay, for starters, um, the, the young man that I've been a secret his name is Reginald Clemens, and I'm not sure if you all heard of his name. Uh, he's here. <clears throat> he's been um, sentenced to death. He was 19 years old. Uh, he and three other black boys here in St. Louis, Missouri, back in 1991 for the murders of Julian Robin Curry, two white girls. But um, his co-defendant has already been executed as of 2005, and currently Reginald is on a stay of execution. He's been on a stay of execution since 2009. He was due to be executed June 17th, but he was 12 days before execution, and that's when the uh, state Supreme Court uh, stopped the execution uh, due to new evidence that had come forth after 20, mm, I would say 20, 19 years at that time because now it's, we're going into the 22nd year. He's been on death row. Reginald will be 42 um, this year in August, and he's been on death row since he was 19. He was taken off of death row in 2005 for a technicality, but due to the then, at the time, Attorney General, who is now our governor here in Missouri, Jay Nixon, somehow he found a technicality, and he had Reginald put back on death row. And so that's where he has remained up until now, Reginald has since had two hearings, evidentiary hearings, here in St. Louis. And the problem has stemmed from out of the circuit court 22nd division here in St. Louis. There's a massive corruption problem patent and botching cases here with our African-American men. And Reginald being included in the situation, he was beaten by the police. And that's what they've tried to cover up for so long. They've actually convicted Reginald 
of murder and rape, but Reginald has never been convicted of rape, and that has now been concluded in his hearing September of last year. Um, they they brought on new evidence, which has come forth, which the DNA does not match Reginald Clemens. The forensic uh, here in Missouri, the uh, coroner, uh, the forensic reports came back that the body that they found, because one of the sisters was not found, uh, they were pushed over the Chain of Rock Bridge, uh, the Mississippi River, in 1991 of April. And one body was found in Carothersville, Missouri, but there are suspicions about that now after 22 years about the body because the body that was found and, and the forensic done on it, the statistics come back, the report stated that the body had no sexual assault done to it. Now, all of this information has now come out after 22 years, but his co-defendant has already been executed. The other young man, who was the youngest uh, black boy, uh, Antonio Richardson, he was, 16. he was 16 at the time. He got commuted from death row to life without when they realized that he had a test scoring of retardation. And so that's where he's been in Jeff City um, um, with life without. But Reginald... Um, we we know that he's innocent. We know that they're innocent, but it's just been a lot of corruption going on here because the attorney general at the time is now the governor right now currently. So I don't know if you've all been watching the news, um, the national news, but in Colorado, the head chief of prison department of correction there, Tom Clement, he was here in Missouri just 18 months ago, and I've been dealing with him aggressively. In regards that's to the, one the one matter, that's the one with murder. Yes, sir, that, that is correct. That's the that's the, that's the chief that the, the head of correct that just was murdered. Yes, the documents I sent you, Captain Dennis, deals with him. Yes. Wow. Yes, wow. sir. So wow. So he has he has basically come against me in every form and every way. And he has denied the families of having due process with their loved ones because all of the grievances that are written by these inmates because of the abuse of the correctional guards that I myself know for a fact and have evidence, videotapes, audio tapes. I mean, this is crazy to where no one is listening. I had to bring the FBI, ACLU, and NAACP in a meeting to the facility where Reginald Clemens and another 41 men, African-American, are being abused, tortured, solitary confinement, no contact with family, hunger strike, and nothing is being done. Two men have already died. And um, now my life has been in jeopardy, which, you know, it. they have me listed as dead for whatever reason in the system. I, 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 I can't do anything pretty much and prove who I am, but... I know that sounds obnoxious. It, it was all over CNN, but I'm continuing to progress forward with the wrongful conviction, not only of Reginald Clemens, the young man on death row, but there's other cases by this particular prosecutor, Niels Moss, out of the city of St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office. He is the culprit. All right, well, let, let me say, let, let me say this, man. I, 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 you know, we can, we got only a little small time, and I'm going to get to a lot. Yeah. But we're going to have you to come back, give us updates. It's going to be every week we do this, every week. And every week we want you to give us an update where we at. But let me say this, and you just made me aware. Uh, you did send me the information about that. I never I never connected the two names. There was Everybody probably heard on the news. They found the guy. Uh, they killed the guy who had murdered this uh, correction uh, guy, uh, uh, chief of uh, corrections. 
Um, but you know, I, I, I'm not even gonna say that. But anyway, God, God be the glory. Listen, sis, we gonna get back at you. Thank you so much, Sister Marilyn. I'm gonna be talking to you. Uh, I want to talk to you. Give me a call tomorrow. But we need to talk about some other things. Okay, dear sister. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. I'm present for peace. All right. Well, you know, um, Captain Dennis, we have other forums here on the Keys 107 Network that we could have um, Sister Madeline come on and speak more in, at length in, in what, what's going on with Brother Reginald. We need to we need to make sure we do that with her, and uh, and let's let's do that because I mean, once you hear the stories, man, it's don't worry. But I got a gentleman. I wish he was on. I don't know. He may be on. Yeah, you should see uh, a New Orleans number. I think it's a 503. He may be on, he may not. Um, do you have a James Carter on the line? Is he on? Do you see? He may not be no, on. No, uh, I don't see any okay. Louisiana numbers on. But if he's listening okay, now, well, he's going to call in. Well, James Carter is um, an attorney. He's well, he's a peacekeeper's attorney. He was the crime, the crime czar for the new elected mayor, Landra, who's the mayor of New Orleans. They mm. made this brother the crime czar and uh, highly uh, graduated out of uh, um, uh, high school, um, Howard uh, in D.C., uh, powerful lawyer. Uh, if I were to say very upcoming Johnny Cochran type style, he wants to represent all... And I want to put this out there. He wants to represent all peacekeepers' cases. He said to me, I'm putting this across his airway. He said to me, Captain, if there's any case with any city that the peacekeepers are dealing with a family who were shot unjustly by the police or beaten with police brutality by the police and their rights have been violated, he would look into the case and take the case pro bono based upon the fact on the weight of the case because he wants to be able to whatever he do, he wants to be the peacekeeper's national and international attorney. So we got him working with Madeline and looking at several of these cases. So he's going to come on. I think he said he was going to come on this week. I thought he said he was going to come on this week. I did I did hit him up, and uh, and maybe let me see. Uh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, he, he he's going to uh, come on, and uh, and uh, and be prepared because he's he, he's going to be our lawyer. So anytime, like we had a situation in Atlantic City, y'all know about the cases in y'all city, and y'all have some access to these people or family members. And they want a good lawyer. Call me, say Captain. We got we got a police brutality case in Macon, Georgia. And uh, I told a family member we got him a good lawyer. He's the best. And then they want to check him out. And then he look at the case, and and he gonna deal. So I'm putting that out there. Okay, I'm putting that out there. Personal friend of mine, and and he's an awesome supporter of the peacekeepers. So I just want to let y'all know that. Okay, sister. What else we need to talk about? Woo. Um, Captain, our calls are getting heavier and heavier as the weeks go on. 
We have uh, Kenneth from Massachusetts on the line. Kenneth, your mic is live, and then let's to let you know right after Brother Kenneth speaks, we're going to hop into a quick commercial and come on back. Hey, how's it going, Cap? Uh, just wanted to call in and show my support, sir. Oh, man. Hey, dear family, listen. Oh, man, you right, sir. This, 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 peacekeepers is beginning to be all right. Let me tell you something about this gentleman. Ken, man, I thank you so much for being present for peace. Uh, let me say this to y'all peacekeepers. You know, y'all know I, I, I do sensitivity training with law enforcement. And you know the work that we're doing as peacekeepers is trying to be present for peace. And our very presence is to be a deterrent to crime and violence. And we know that the police departments around the country are not uh, doing as great a job or good job they should be doing to making our community safe. At the same time, we are facing a lot of police brutality cases, unjustified shootings. One that we just know is is, is a hotbed in um, Brooklyn, New York. We had a couple uh, a shooting in Atlantic City, shot and killed a boy in Atlantic City. There's another killing that took place in Macon, Georgia, and it happened all across the country. And everybody, you know, is losing any respect for law enforcement. And here we have on the line Ken Williams. Ken Williams is a retired homicide detective. Now, I mean, you can't understand how important of influence that Ken Williams have in his expertise in law enforcement because, check this out, peacekeepers, how many, and I learned this when I was in Atlantic City and in Wilmington, Delaware, if you're still on the phone, how many of the mothers that had their sons and daughters killed whose uh, accusers or who murderers have never been brought to justice? The case have never been solved. And there are mothers that's out there grieving because there's no closures to those cases, and those homicide cases go into what they call the cold case file. And so no one is bringing the murderers to justice. When I had the opportunity to meet Ken Williams on a, on a uh, call similar to this by our dear brother, Brother Damien, uh, who brought, had, had a good discussion, Ken told me, which is very crucial, family, because, I mean, I want you to know who he is because he's part of our team. Most certainly he's going to be part of my team in putting together retired law enforcement to work in the behalf of the betterment of our community. Ken Williams told me that he has a 80%, now pay attention to family, an 80% success rate in solving homicides. Now, do you know how important it is for me to have a Ken Williams to go into some of those cities and get with that police department and say, since you can't seem to find the murder of our sister who lost her son 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, I got a gentleman, he has an 80% success rate in solving homicide. Maybe you need to ask him some questions because we have to solve some of these homicides to bring closure to these grieving mothers whose murderers, check it out now, y'all, whose murderers is still walking the streets. So mm. I just wanted to say that about the value of this man, Ken Williams, and, and family, I'm happy to let you know he's a peacekeeper 
And, Sister Rafika, we have to give Ken Williams the same kind of audience because mm-hmm. they don't do it justice to this audience for us to have a good dialogue with Ken Williams about law enforcement and about the injustice of that blue wall of silence. But Ken is not about that blue wall of silence, family. Ken is right now, he's in the litigation with the police department because they had abused or, or had racially abused a citizen, and Ken, being a police officer, told the citizen what he should do to go against the very department that he worked for. Now, come on, family. You've got to play good cops. And because he's busting on his own cops, he had to retire a little bit early. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had to retire a little bit early. But I'm happy for Ken. Brother Ken, just give us a little bit. So we're going to go to the, to, the, to the thing, and we're going to get Ken to have his own show so he can say, let's say a few words, Ken, for us. No, I, I appreciate that introduction, Captain. Um, I appreciate the fact that what you're doing for the community is very, very important. And um, I called in today because I, I wanted to also show my support, but also maybe just tell people that, you know, um, there, there are some good law enforcement officers out there that are trying to do the job, you know, trying to do it right. But, of course, we have some that are falling um, below the mark. And they probably shouldn't be there because they don't have people skills. They don't know how to... Um, to maybe relate to the community, because the only reason why I have an 80% plus success rate at solving crimes is because I can relate well to people. You know, if you sit down at the kitchen table and you have a conversation with people and you don't, you know, embarrass them, but you respect them, people are going to give you respect back and give you love back. So that's the reason why that's my right. career was uh, was was, was um, so good at being able, able to, you know, resolve these type of uh, issues and stuff. But let me say this, Ken. I thank you. I wish I had more time. We got to keep moving. But <clears throat> Ken, Ken has been the guy. If y'all been on my Facebook, Ken is the one who's been having me to post this thick ass cop out of Atlanta, Georgia. Man, y'all go on YouTube, man. If this ain't some <laughs> funny, this ain't some funny stuff, man. I didn't even know this dude exists. Ken was the one who was sending these these YouTube clips of this dude. He's Atlanta cop. I mean, he's Atlanta. He's a he works in Atlanta Mall. He ain't a real city cop, but you can't tell him that. And, I mean, <laughs> this this dude, we talk about no people skills. So, Brother Ken, thank you so much. I, I thank you for taking time out your schedule and being present for people. We're going to talk some more, Brother Ken, all right? All right, Brother. All right, Brother. Um, brother thank Ken, you, my brother. hold the line for a moment. Okay. We'll be right back after this important message of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Boon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Boon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing at the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories, and offers the 
outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Mold 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit Mold107.com. Keys 107 and the FOI Board of Directors is proud to present The Final Call. The Final Call is the country's unique leading source for news. Founded by the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, National Representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the Nation of Islam, The Final Call follows in the tradition of Muhammad's speaks with hard-hitting national and international news and coverage of political issues. It is the official communications organ of the Nation of Islam. Founded in the 1930s as the final call to Islam, the newspaper evolved into Muhammad Speaks in the 1960s and boasted a circulation of 900,000 a week with monthly circulation of 2.5 million. Today, the Final Call newspaper serves a readership of diverse economic and educational backgrounds, including circulation in North America, Europe, Africa, and the Caribbean. Read the Final Call newspaper. You can find one of the beautifully bow-tied representatives in your community or read finalcall.com. The Keys 107 welcomes you back to the Peacekeepers Roll Call. Well, we're back with uh, Captain Dennis and the Peacekeepers Roll Call. And if you ever want to find out more information, um, for those people who are listening in and hanging out in the chat room here, um, you want to find out more information about the Peacekeepers, go to their website at thepeacekeepers.org. There you can find out about being a member, get the phone number, speak directly to uh, Captain Dennis. And uh, Captain Dennis, we have Eric B. Eric B., your mic is live. Check in. Shalom Lincoln, President President Peace. I just want to say this. I'm I'm riding through Harlem. I get a text from Captain Dennis. I just passed the old fish restaurant, and I'm passed through there, and I get on the call, and I hear Captain Dennis say, this is one of my friends. I didn't know Captain Dennis had friends. This made me feel good. (laughs) Made me Warm my heart up. Warm my heart up that Captain Dennis has a friend. I couldn't believe Captain Dennis, for those who don't know, stood behind a minister for 100 years with the with the mean face. Now he wants to talk about me, and Captain Dennis has friends. I can't believe this, Captain. I can't. I cannot believe this. Hey, listen, Eric, the great Eric B. Listen, did you hear me talk about my man King? Was you on it when I was talking to King? Of course King? I did. Yes. Yes, yeah, listen, listen, Where's he from? Listen, Where's he from, Captain? You never from, said where he from, was from. He's up in Massachusetts. He's, he's up in Massachusetts, Brockton, Massachusetts. Just right outside gotcha. of, of Boston. And uh, no, I know, I know and, where Brockton is. Yeah, so man, we we gotta we got some things, you know. We hear what we want to do, Ed, and you know we talk about this all the time. We want to take all the retired top brands that we know. You know, I mean, you know, we know them all. DeLuca up in Miami, Moran up in all these old retired chiefs that we have built a rapport with, and we want to put them into a, 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 a some kind of 
uh, consulting team and utilize them, Eric, that my man James out of New Orleans, the top lawyer, that imagine, now imagine this, Eric, that you got a police brutality case, my man, our man, the peacekeeper lawyer, takes the case, and then he calls to witness other law enforcement against law enforcement injustice because these are good cops. They ain't got no problem coming on the stand in behalf of, of, of the plaintiff to tell on another cop because, number one, they don't belong to the department no more. Number two, some of them is trying to just be able to get even and to clear up some of the times that they turn the other way. So this is their chance to show and you know we a told for this stuff. And that's just too much to ask for. Well, well, I just want to do a for piece of a piece and we should have more. Man, we we almost running out of time. Is that what you're saying, sister? No, that, <laughs> that was my cat. Man, y'all y'all, y'all hitting me like that? That's how I like you. Know, we, 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 Close, man. I look forward to the next call, and we'll, we'll start at the top of the, the call for the next call, man. I want to say peace and salam alaikum to everybody, man, and, and cap. And in closing, I'll be on, man. Just give me a call later when you get a chance. Okay, thank you so much, Eric. Thank you so much. All right, sister, who we got next? We want to hear you. Uh, we got Sister General on the line. Sister General, your line is your mic is live. Check in. Hi, this is Miss General, Two Men Army Entertainment, the president for peace. Sister, how you doing? I'm pleasant for peace. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, awesome. I just wanted to call in and show some love on the check-in and just let everybody know that I am digitally working very, very hard uh, to implement um, the peacekeepers movement all around the world, and I support it 100%. Well, sister, they don't know that we're trying to, you're putting a beautiful world peace tour together. And you have asked the peacekeepers to join you on this world tour. Our sister wants me, their family, as the peacekeeper, to go with them on their world tour tour and be able to take, no matter how large the audience is, to have everybody to take the peacekeepers' pledge and ultimately make them all peacekeepers and we move to the next city. And I am so excited about this, and I know that God has his hand on us because peace, peace is in season. And anything that we do that's of peace, anything we do is of love, anything that we do to promote unity, we are definitely in harmony and in tune with God. So I know we're going to be successful. We just got to uh, uh, map out the particulars. So since I'm so glad you came on. So how are things looking? Everything is doing really, really well. We've had some huge breakthroughs this week, and um, where we're at right now is we actually were working with John, and um, he just wants the specifics of the who, what, and where, um, you know, a layout so he can review everything and, and we can work out any kinks and make sure that, you know, the peacekeeper's vision and everything is carried out um, as such along with the uh, peace marathon. So the Peace Marathon and the Armored Down World Peace Tour will represent um, the peacekeepers, and our goal is to every city that we go to 
uh, will have an ex- uh, be able, if it does not have a, a current chapter, that we will be able to facilitate opening a new chapter in each city so that we can make sure that the umbrella of non-profit uh, organizations and the unity comes to place so that everyone is pledging for peace and everybody is doing their part in the community because without each other we cannot be successful. Thank you so much, sister, so much. And I want to say our sister is heading up, and her whole purpose of this is to raise money to give to charitable organizations, but particularly to fight domestic violence. And we are down with that domestic violence, and we're going to be training the men and the peacekeepers in the areas of anger management and domestic violence. We have to do that. And so thank oh, you yes, so much, dear sister. And I'm looking forward. Every week now, we're going to get you, all y'all, we got to get y'all at the top of the hour so y'all can give them more information and, instead of the last part of the hour. So next week, we'll be looking for you at the top of the hour, dear sister, all right? Okay. I'll be more than glad to do that so I can give more intimate details on um, what exactly we're doing so that all you know everybody under the Peacekeeper's umbrella uh, can uh, support our movement. That's definitely important. Yes, ma'am. We'll talk this, before this week out. We have another conference call. Thank you, sister. Okay. God bless. God well, bless we got three hey, minutes is, to count down. Go ahead. Okay, three minutes. And, uh, yes, okay. we have I, seen Sister Trina Sunshine has been holding for such a long time with all the ooh, pages ooh, in the world. Quickly, quickly, quickly. We got to get we got to get some sunshine in this call. We got to get some sunshine in this call. So let's get Sister Trina in. Come on, Sister Trina. Say something right quick, sis. Blessings, everyone. I'm present for peace. This is Sister Trina Sunshine out of Brooklyn. <clears throat> I really can't stay too much longer, so it's down to the end. It's perfect timing. I am so honored to have been on this call. I love the information that was just passed on, and I can't wait to see everything implemented. Um, I'm going to quickly say, Captain, I had a, a great weekend. I, w- I had the pleasure to sit down and talk with our Congresswoman, Yvette Clark, so I'm going to get some more information to her in reference to the peacekeepers, and we're going to see, you know, how we can incorporate each other and, and, and keep our movement moving. Thank you, Sister Trina. Give everybody, the great uh, brother, our brother B, all of the Brooklyn peacekeepers in the New York area, our love. And thank you so much, Sister, and I'm present for peace. Likewise. Have a good one. Take care. All right, sister. No, we'll um, Captain going. Dennis, if you can, just um, give out the website address right now and just let direct people to the website. But, you know, we may have to consider doing a conference call after this because we got about maybe 10 people on the line who can't talk. Wow. Listen, uh, everybody, www.thepeacekeepers.org. I want to hear this song, too, sister. Everybody, I love you. My name is Captain Dennis. I'm present for peace.
Wherever you are 